This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. The UFC, uh, they start all their events with, it's time. And whenever I hear it, I'm like, eh. Eh, They could have. And now that we do this show, imagine starting the event with, eh, Bumsies! And then the place goes crazy. Okay, I guess we're starting. <laughs> Let's get ready to Bumsies! No, you can't say let's get ready. And Bumsies! I don't think I'm alone when I when I say that about it's time. Because you're like, time for what? Oh, that's the end of your sentence. He came on our show in L.A., Bruce Buffer. That's Bruce, right? His brother's the other Buffer. Yep. Am I right? Yeah. He, uh, if you ever want the origin stories of anything, ask that guy. Bruce likes to chat, but he did a full intro for Jay and I entering the studio. It was really cool. But there are... Have a seat if you ask him a question. And I have a rule in life. Uh, if if uh, someone's going on too long, I'm like, hey, if you have a shorter version of you have a shorter version of this, if I know the person well enough. Can we wrap this up? Can we keep it to 30 seconds or less? Unless it's an interesting story. So when you're trying to do a, well, with commercials, a 27-minute show, because our last, our last version of the show is only a 30-minute show, we're like, well, what? how are we going to edit this? The shortest answer was nine and a half minutes. And we haven't even got past the age of 15 for the guy. So let's get Bruce Buffer on the podcast for our extended mix. This is Boomsies. It's Boomsies. Episode 57. I'm done. This is the Juan Guzman episode. Oh, boy. He was one of my favorites. Watch and pitch for the Toronto Blue Jays. Always wore a glove that looked like he had just got it from Canadian Tire. 
Like, can you even catch a ball in that? It looked like he was wearing like a, like a duotang or a plastic binder on his hand. It's like, that thing is concrete. So Juan wore number 66 in his first few years with the Jays. His first three seasons with Toronto, he went 40 and 11. And then he switched to 57 for his last two seasons in Toronto. So that's why this is the Juan Guzman number 57 episode. Two-time World Series champ. He was so, uh, it's very weird when you say this word, but he was very erect in his posture, in his delivery. Like very upright. Oh, sorry, upright. Better word than erect. He was very upright in his positioning on the on the mound. Not like other guys had lied. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Hey, I don't know if you got a chance to to dive into the Netflix over the weekend, but on a previous episode, I gave my my review of the Pro Tennis Netflix miniseries. The f- was that called Tennis? Anyone? That's they should have called it that. Tennis anyone? Instead they called it uh game set match. What the f did they call it? Love. They named it after a movie, didn't they? A oh, break point. Point because I always confuse it with point break, but it was break point. Whoever put that series together needs to not make any more series on sports. Because I watched the Netflix series on golf, Full Swing. And wow. What a piece de triomphe. What a roller coaster of emotions. What a cornucopia of visuals. But that tennis series made the pro tennis tour seem like altar boy practice. When you compare the two, you're like, I, I never knew tennis was so boring. Meanwhile, golf, you're like, it's everything that the live golf tour wants. They made the PGA Tour look like in this series. It also helped that the Waste Management Open, also known as the WM Open, was a uh, fixture of most of the episodes. And then they have the, the Live Tour starts up during the filming of this thing, which was a godsend for the, the creators or maybe a headache. They're like, oh, we got to focus on this now. Uh, the first episode, they uh, they concentrate on Justin Spieth and Justin Thomas. Um, not your most riveting individuals. When you, if there is a postcard for golf, Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth, that is what you picture. Two of the whitest dudes on earth. Very vanilla. They're on the how to golf pamphlet. But they still 
made it interesting. And those two spend a lot of time on private planes. But there's the the buildup of going to events, preparing for events, being in the mix. I'm not going to, there's no spoilers here. I will give you no spoilers. The storytelling is magnificent. The, the stuff that you never see when you're watching a broadcast, like they had full access to everything. And I thought, okay, the Masters and Augusta, they are so closed off. You can't do anything if you aren't a rights holder. But they had full access at Augusta. They were showing parts of that clubhouse I'd never seen in my life. Showing guys signing in and stuff. I'm like, I I didn't know that they're given a number on when they sign in at Augusta. And then Tony Finau was telling a story. So if a guy wins or does well the previous year, they wait to get that number the next year. So if they're like, okay, I got number 36 last year and only 20 have signed in, they wait until they get that number because it's in the order in which they sign in. I'm like, it seems boring, trivial, benign stuff, but I'm like, I love it. Brooks Kepka is the focus of one of the episodes. My takeaway is uh, pretty sure he likes his dog more than his fiance. He has a very nice house. And the cocky guy you see, and we all assume, is he's just quiet. And I've had this with other pro athletes where I'd say to a buddy, I'm like, oh, that guy, he's a bit standoffish. And he'd say to me, he'd say, why? Because he's quiet. And I'm like, that forever changed my perception of a quiet athlete. Okay, they aren't cocky. They they aren't standoffish. They're just introverted and quiet. So I think Brooks gets a a bad rap because of the way he carries himself. But at one point, <laughs> they go from Kepka lounging by the pool with his lady who's in a bikini. And they focus in on her butt. And then within like five seconds, they cut to Scotty Scheffler, another player on tour who was red hot during the the taping of this. They go from an ass to Scotty Scheffler reading the Bible. (laughs) I'm like, this is, this shows you how, how different the players are on tour. But that Kepka house, holy I thought they were walking into a mall. I'm like, no, nah, that's his house. Uh, we also discovered Ian Poulter. That guy got a lot of bank. Beautiful house in Florida. And then his house in England. Spectacular. They're hitting balls out of a room in his house in England into a field. He's also uh, spends a lot of time on a plane with his family. Very likable guy. I didn't, I wasn't surprised by Poulter being likable, but he's more likable than I envisioned because he's, he pokes fun at himself, pokes fun at his age, but they're all very coy. Like uh, Brooks joins the live tour during this yet. 
they're taping something that's not going to be out for months after yet. None of them would even allude to it. They just say, I don't know what's going to happen. Same with Poulter. He knew he was going, but during the taping of this, he's like, nah, I don't know what's going to happen. Joel Damon, a guy I'd never heard of breakout star of the Netflix series. He had a great line in it where he says, uh, so he again carves himself up like I'm horrible. I'm not a good golfer. Meanwhile, his caddy's like, no, he's really good. So Damon at one point says, someone needs to be the 70th best player in the world. Well, not me. He's like, I'm not, I'm not good enough to win any majors, but 70th, that's my role. Uh, one of the rookies, Seth Tigala. He was the focus. First year on tour, he just got his first house. He's doing laundry. They'd show him doing laundry. He had his laundry in a box. He's like, I I don't know what I'm doing. He was very honest, but now you're rooting for these guys. Seth, I saw on the weekend, he he finished tied for six this past weekend. They made stars out of these otherwise overlooked players. Not household names. Tony Finau. We learn he's the nicest guy on the planet. Uh, what else? Uh, Rory. He's the leader of that tour. He and Tiger are very close. But uh, overall, I cried twice. I cried twice during this thing. Um, and I give it. Seven craft dinner boxes out of seven. Seven out of seven. Producer Tim also watched the full swing. The behind the scenes look at uh, the PGA and the live tour. Tim, would you agree with my assessments? Would you disagree? Your thoughts. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Not as much as I enjoy drive to survive, but still really enjoyed it. Uh, I think you're right. Like the young guys, like guys like Tony Finau come off really great in it. That's, I mean, it's going to be huge for them. This, uh, this series, uh, as well as the young guys. Um, I thought Ian Poulter. Yeah. I mean, Ian Poulter, you said, you know, we always knew he was a character. I thought he came off. Okay. He's like the old guy who's at the end of his time and you can, you Everyone understood, I think, why he would go to Liv. Um, I think that Liv is probably the best thing that could have happened to that series because that was the most interesting aspect of it for me, watching these guys deal with the Liv stuff, especially Rory. Um, And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Kepka, I think, you know, yeah, sometimes guys are quiet and you think they're standoffish. Sometimes guys are quiet because they're, I don't know, could go either way. I'm very surprised that they didn't have Donald Trump because Donald Trump, uh, he's never seen a camera or a microphone that he didn't like. And I thought he would be like, oh, Netflix. Yeah. I wonder if they even put in a request because he would have been pretty easy to get seen as the live tour was at his golf course. Yeah. I mean, do you, uh, are you familiar with the guys on, uh, I think they're on TikTok that they like go to tournaments and they trash talk people on the, 
Oh yeah, you, you look like uh, you were given uh, a clothing deal by Walmart or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they're pretty funny. And there was one where I think they were at a live tour event at his golf course and they had the pro-am and Trump was playing in it and they were trash talking Trump and it was just the most uncomfortable thing because you clearly knew that he was not a fan of that and he didn't like that at all. And, you know, God I love that, that, that waste management it. open, like I said, is everything the live tour wants to be. Yet Phil Mickelson came out and said, it's horrible for the game of golf what they do at that tournament like what are you talking about you guys play music on the range you want it to be a party atmosphere that's everything your tour wants that's what you crave and you're watching from afar while the pga tour does it yeah i mean i still have a hard time believing that brooks kepka is okay with you know music on the range when he's trying to do his work and stuff like it seems like you know for him that's a workplace. Then turn off the music. Everybody shut up and let me do my work. The other thing was uh, they talked to Paulina Gretzky and she says, well, my dad was a hockey player. She never mentions her dad by name. <laughs> Cause yeah, my dad was a hockey player. So, you know, he was away for birthdays and stuff. And uh, your dad was Wayne Gretzky. Your dad is Wayne Gretzky. And I, they didn't get Wayne in there. I thought they'd get Wayne. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like everybody knows who, who her dad is. She doesn't need to say Wayne. No, Tim, because they know a new fan base is coming because they explain the rules of golf and the rules of tournament play every episode. So they probably should have explained who her dad was. If they're explaining the rules of golf every episode, they should have maybe maybe mentioned who her dad was. Fair point. How, ma how many craft boxes uh, do you give it? I gave it seven out of seven. Uh, I would give it six out of seven. Ooh, Tim. And what uh, what flavor of craft dinner? Just traditional. Oh, boo. Thanks for your input, Tim. Very much appreciate it. I'll have to watch uh, Drive to Survive. I've never seen it. Hear great things. Everyone that I don't want to be, I want to, I don't want to enter the cult though. I don't want to be waking up at 7 a.m. to watch an F1 race. Everyone that's watched it is like, ah, I got to cancel all my plans. The F1 race is uh, going this uh, tomorrow morning. We'll see. We'll see if time permits for me uh, to get into that. Why doesn't NASCAR do this now? NASCAR needs to do it. Daytona 500 was this weekend. Oh, greatest sporting event in North America. I know this to be a fact. Uh, as I've discussed previously, my, I had a job uh, at my old workplace in which I was the NASCAR Canada representative. We'd go to, we went to Daytona, Talladega, Bristol. Uh, any other tracks we go to? Uh, no. And I would accompany contest winners or people that did ad buys for NASCAR Canada. So my job was to make sure they had a good time. It was the greatest job with the greatest people, the NASCAR Canada people. Uh, I am friends with to this day, just quality humans. So you'd spend 
because you'd arrive on a Thursday and spend all weekend with these people going to the Thursday events at the track, the Friday, the Saturday, and then race day on Sunday. So you show them around, you go boot around in the golf cart because we had, we were kind of like Netflix without the cameras. We had full access. We could go wherever we wanted because we had full access passes. So after spending Thursday, Friday, Saturday with a bunch of these people, one of them was an MLSE executive, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. This guy, having chatted with him and his wife, he's like, I've been to every sporting event in North America, Super Bowls, Grey Cups, outdoor games, whatever, World Series. So we're driving to the race on Sunday. Everyone's amped up. There's nothing like race day. You get in the elevator, there's just a buzz. You're like, oh, today's the race. This is Today's the day. So we hadn't even got to the race. We're driving on this little mini bus that they had for us. And he, and he leans over my shoulder because I'm sitting in front of him. He says, Dan, this is the greatest sporting event I've ever been to in my life. And the race hasn't even happened. And I'm like, mind blown. This is a guy that's been to the greatest sporting events in North America. And he just said that. And I'm like, buddy, you just wait. The pageantry and everything of race day at the Daytona 500. And the best thing about that track is you don't have to drive 50 miles to the outskirts of a city because most tracks, they need the the real estate. So they're in the middle of nowhere. Daytona is right in the middle of Daytona. Like it's across the street from a mall. So you leave your hotel. It's not an hour drive. You're there in 10 minutes. Kind of like if you fly into Montego Bay in Jamaica. The best place to go in Jamaica because every hotel is five minutes from the airport as opposed to a 90-minute bus ride. Little Jamaica chair. Little Jamaica tip for you. Hope you like jerk wings. Um, great race, Daytona 500. The way it finished was not great. Finished under caution. They didn't know who the winner was until like a minute after the race finished. So it was a bit of an odd way to, to wrap it up. But the man who won, the man with the most race car driver name, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Just love saying it. Race car driver was the only job he could have. You ain't buying a house from Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Although, no. Stenhouse. Get your house from Stenhouse. I'm wrong. I'd buy a house from him. Your house isn't a house until... No. You're... Get home with Stenhouse. No, I think... Get your house from Stenhouse. So he could do real estate or race car driving. Those are his only options. Insurance, no chance. And the XFL returned. A lot of online conversation about the the rules. Instead of trying an onside kick, you can try a fourth and 15, which doesn't seem, it should be fourth and 25. 
And then you have options for your extra point. You can go for one point and then you move back. You can go for two point. Then you can go really far back and you go for a three point play. I like that one. And I like the option instead of trying an onside kick, you go fourth and 25 from your own 20. I like it. But the NFL is probably a lot like the uh, the NHL. They see it in another league. They're like, no, we aren't doing it. Nope. Everything we do is fine. Nothing to see here. But there are, I looked it up, 171,000 words in the English language. Yet these are the team names they came up with. What, over 171,000 words to choose from. And these are the names the XFL came up with. Arlington Renegades. Horrible. Should be the Arlington Assassins. People are like, yeah, you can't can't say Assassins anymore. Yeah, you can. The DC Defenders should be DC Comics. The Houston Roughnecks. Sorry, Calgary already has that. Trademark infringement. The Houston Steakhouses. The Orlando Guardians. Uh, Cleveland, they might have something to say. Orlando should keep the magic theme going. It should be the Orlando Chris Angels. The San Antonio Brahmas, which is a Hindu god, but no, I guess it's also a bull. Which is not a good name choice when you have to tell people No, no, we aren't the Hindu God. We're a bull. You shouldn't have to explain your name. The Seattle Sea Dragons, I don't mind it. Seattle Sea Dragons. Problem is, their logo is the exact same shape as the Kraken. But then I'm like, do they have the same owners as the Kraken? But wouldn't the Kraken want a standalone logo? They don't want something that'll look just like it. The dragons is a dragon sticking his tongue out, but it's in the shape of an S. St. Louis Battlehawks, all I think is a battle axe. And Vegas Vipers, no. No. You go Vegas Aces or Vegas Craps. Those are your only two options. XFL, you blew it. And the rock, he started the season off. And then he tried to do a, like a, let's get ready to rumble. What did he say? Like, it's on. Whenever I see the rock now, I'm like, I think he's CGI at this point. He doesn't look like a human. Let's kick it. Now then the Beastie Boys would be like, nah, you're stealing from us. Kick it. So XFL, you blew it. Now let's get into some emails here. Driving with my, uh, that was a very proud moment. Driving with my Ruby the other day. We're on the highway and, we're playing t- 
iTunes, and she's like, let me take over the playlist on the Spotify. And I go, oh, f- <laughs> I don't want to. I'm going to sound really old saying this, but all the music is just like, I'm so sad. No one likes me. So I'm going to like, put some little baby on at least. Put a little pure cocaine on there. And then, so she saw my dismay at what was impending doom of this music she was about to select. So she said, let's listen to Boomsies. I'm like, yeah, baby. She had a few chuckles. We were reading uh, listener emails. So it was a great daddy-daughter time. Listening to my voice, (laughs) read emails. Ah, get those uh, listener counts up. I'm like, hey, this is good for business. Tell your friends. But she also said, because one of the emails was about Boomsy's merch. And she said, dad, if you put out merch, first off, make hoodies. And secondly, get me one. I'll wear it to school. I'll get you more listeners. I'm like, this kid, marketing genius. Producer Tim is currently uh, working on that. He's sourcing out uh, cloth. He's going to send me some samples. Going to be very meticulous about what we put out there. Once Tim is, once Tim is in charge of something, hey, it might take some time, but it'll get done. Remember, send us your emails at yeah, let's talk at gmail.com. That's ya, let's talk at gmail.com, and also our. Uh, our phone number, 289-796-2001. I'm pretty sure that's it. 289-796-2001. Uh, don't be shy. Send us an email or a voicemail. Uh, Dan, you've been an amazing inspiration to me over the last year. February 15th, I celebrate one year of sobriety, and I have a story somewhat akin to yours. I woke up on that day and said the same three words you did. I need help. Here I am approaching my anniversary date with thoughts of all the great things to come in my life. Have you done a podcast on the courage and strength it takes to overcome addiction? I know it's a bit of a heavy subject, but it's good to share the stories, I think. Anyway, keep doing you. I'll keep doing me and we'll keep doing great things. P.S. I'm living in a small town much like Orno, a half hour east of you, Matt. Where are you, Matt? What town? Half hour east. So that's on the way to Ottawa slash Montreal. Hmm. I'm going to say where the Big Apple is. Brighton. Thanks, Matt. I share my story. Um, I did my bike ride analogy. Heard from someone um, the other day, a close friend. And that one seems to hit home. I don't want to hammer people over the head with it. Hey, Dan, love the show. I look forward to listening to it every week. You probably don't realize that you have a powerful influence over your listeners. Heck, I even went out and bought the same underwear you have since you raved about it so much I had to see for myself. Man made. Wow, I'm wearing them right now. 
I threw out all my other underwear. Best underwear I've ever had in my life. End of story. Full stop. Stop the sentence. While you're correct on the underwear recommendation, I feel that your take is way off on your choice of Kraft macaroni. I went out and bought uh, some at my local grocery store and I have to say I was disappointed. I couldn't really tell much difference from the original other than the shapes of the noodles. He's talking about the sharp cheddar, by the way. That was the subject heading. For me, you have to add stuff in no matter what. Extra cheddar cheese, sometimes pepper, or even salsa is a great addition to traditional packaged macaroni. Give it a try. Also, that powder does go bad, so it's important to follow the best before date for this product. I learned this the hard way. Okay, good to know. Keep up the good work and kudos to your quitting alcohol, Steve. I stand by my sharp cheddar recommendation. Delicious. White cheddar, number one on the list. Hey, Toolsy, on a recent episode, someone suggested you play the Midnight Classic Golf Tournament in Yellowknife, and you asked how many golf courses does Yellowknife have? The answer, one, and it's all sand. You have to carry around a square of AstroTurf to hit off of. But the tournament is really fun, and golfing at midnight is a cool thing to tell your friends about, if your friends are impressed by that kind of thing. And hey, why not do a live taping while you're here? Between me, your buddy who lives here, the guy from Hay River, and the guy from Edmonton who said he'd golf with you here... That's a guaranteed audience of four. Love you, bud. Thanks for all the laughs. Scott from Yellowknife. I don't know if that trip's happening. We've already got Sue on the calendar. Sue St. Marie. Uh, We're going to Philly. And we're going to Vegas for the Super Bowl. Can we squeeze Yellowknife in? I don't know. Been asking about this travel budget. No one's getting back to me. Hey, bud. How are you now? The wife and I welcomed our first child into the world this week. A beautiful little girl named Boomsies. (laughs) A beautiful little girl named Boomsies. Joking, we called her Dan. (laughs) No, actually, we named her Ron. (laughs) This guy. Oh, man. This guy with the jokes. But her real name, her real full name is Z-Money producer Tim O'Toole. (laughs) Love the show. Keep on keeping on, Kevo. Oh, I'm keeping that one. Uh, I think that we might have a winner. Uh, if you have the email of the week, you get a CHL prize pack. And thanks for sending us your pictures of when the prize pack arrives. Love seeing what you get. Uh, hey, Toolsy, I have four comments for you this week. Okay. Episode 55. I think you're take on Darth Vader of Star Wars fame being some sort of intergalactic construction site form and manager is hilarious. It reminded me of a funny Eddie Izzard comedy routine from about 15 years ago. I won't get into him detailing the comedy routine. (laughs) Number two, road tripping. I laugh every time I think of your commando driving adventure en route to from Vegas with your mom and your aunt. Funny shit always happens on the road less traveled. LOL. Please be sure to drive with Z Money and producer Tim to all your upcoming Boomsies destination in 2023, including Sault Ste. Marie, Philadelphia, Las Vegas. This guy has the list. He's paying attention. Sorry. I can't wait for Boomsies and giggles. Number three, sobriety milestone. Congratulations on your two-year milestone. Well done, Dan. FWIW. What does that stand for? 
What's FWIW short for? For what, for it's, what worth. it's worth. Ah, I've never seen that in my life. For what it's worth. I think you're funnier now than during your times with that other network, which shall remain nameless. Maybe it's because you've become more relatable and through boomsies, we've all had a chance to get to know you like a very close friend. We all care about you, Dan. I'm sure that many listeners would agree. Wow. Thank you. And number four, kindness for the win. I like how you end every episode with a reminder to give someone a hug or be kind because you never know who needs it. On that note, happy, happy, fam- <laughs> happy family day weekend to you and to the ever expanding Boomsies universe. Cheers, Greg from Ottawa. P.S. I've been listening and laughing to Boomsy since day one. Love the pod and especially enjoy two episodes every week. Keep up the great work. That's another contender. Wow. That one hit me right in the feels. Thanks, uh, Greg. What's up, Dan? (laughs) I love that people listen. This means so much. What's up, Dan? It's Jaden from Winnipeg. My best buddy was the one who asked you if Manitoba should absorb Northwest Ontario. Ontario. Was that not a weird question? (laughs) I just got back from a trip to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, where I played pickleball with many Canadian retirees. It was great. My question for you, what do you envision your retirement days will look like? Golf. A lot of golf. And then in the winter, I'll go somewhere where I can golf in the winter. That's what I envision. Envision And playing with my grandkids. That's all I want to do. Mm, oh, and be mayor. I want to be mayor of uh, this town. I'll get done. I'll get that uh, snowplow. By the way, the mayor hasn't called me back. But my snowplow idea, so we aren't blocked into our driveways. And there's a storm coming right now. Storm's hitting us as we speak. Wasn't supposed to arrive till tomorrow. Someone got the forecast wrong. So I'm going to be blocked into my driveway if we get any snow. I will fix that. That's my platform. As mayor, you won't be blocked into your driveway. And prison terms for bad drivers. It's now become a, it's not even a joke now. If we see a bad driver on the highway, (laughs) my daughters will go, how long of a, they'll point to a car, how long of a prison term to that person? I'm like, two years. Driving in the, uh, the passing lane with no one around, minimum two year sentence. People might say that's a little harsh. Okay, but don't drive that. I'm saving the environment. But can't you give them a ticket? No. Prison term. You're passing a vehicle half a kilometer more than that vehicle's going? Three-year prison term. So those are my platforms. Won't block you in your driveway. Bad drivers. They gone.
I'll be uh, putting other ideas in my mayoral platform, which will be released in retirement. Oh, and then I'll be at the, I don't give a stage. I won't give you free fishing in the middle of winter for family day. How about something indoors? Skating. Free skating everywhere. Free indoor family skate. Just spitballing here. Free fishing's great. I just have it in the summer. I mentioned this on online because this was the, the deal in Ontario. We were giving don't fit you don't have to have a license to fish family day weekend. So I said, um, it's February. So some people chimed in. They're like, get out of your house, Dan. It's great fishing. Enjoy tax-free fishing this weekend. And if it's too cold, rent an ice hut. So I responded with, isn't the tax savings negated by renting an ice hut? Follow-up question, where do you rent an ice hut? And the whole point of free fishing is to, you and the family, is like, let's go down to the lake. Let's go down to the river. Let's go down to the creek. Not... Okay, well, got to check the yellow pages for ice fishing huts. Uh, do we have an auger? Well, we got to buy an auger. Well, we better uh, better get a bunch of snow gear. The whole point is let's grab a fishing rod and go down the lake and don't even think about it. $5,000 later. Here we are. We're in the ice hut. Oh, shit. it's time to go home. This was fun, right, Dad? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, did I read that last one? Uh, I Yeah, I remember. What was. Oh, yeah. Here was the last one I had to read. Hey, Dan. Uh, you've talked a lot about your journey through sobriety, but just wondering if you could touch base on the support you receive from friends and family. What is the role of a good friend of someone that needs help? Having never been in this position, how do I know the help and support I'm giving is the best it possibly can be? Is there a point where it's too much, where the check-in phone calls or texts are annoying? Also, I'm getting him on the Boomsies bus, getting him to tune in from now on. The pod is a weekly staple in my life. So hopefully he's listening to this right now. And if so, love you, buddy. And I'll exclude the name. Uh, but, uh... Well, maybe I should include it there. I said from your boy Cobbs, because he said if he's listening right now, love you, buddy. So I, I uh, responded back. I said, well, are you worried about your friend? Um, so I had a lot of question, follow-up questions to that, but I don't think it's ever annoying if you're worried about someone and you're checking in on them. But if you want them to get help, that's a decision they have to make on their own. Because if you tell an addict, you need help, they're going to say, go f*** yourself and probably double down on what they've been doing. Because addicts, uh, we know everything. <laughs> and we don't like to be told what to do. So you kind of have to hit your own rock bottom. That's my take. I'm not a therapist. I'm not an addiction counselor. I'm just telling you from my own experience, you got to reach your own bottom before, before you ask for help. And you kind of have to wait for the person to ask for help instead of telling them need, they need help. 
No one likes being told what to do. Especially me. I do like being told who the uh, the email of the week is. Andrew, every week you have a momentous job. Momentous? No, you have a difficult. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. You have a gargantuan job? No. What's the word I'm looking for here? You have a blank job. A difficult? Critical? No, not. I was thinking fun. Fun. Okay, you find it fun. I would find it stressful. Okay, who, uh, who's the email this week? Uh, we're going with Kevin or Kevo, and there's a new rule. If you name your baby after anyone on the show <laughs> or after the show, you get to win. Uh, I want to read that one again. That was just... Where's, here's Kevo. I'm reading it again. Hey, Dan, how are you now? The wife and I welcomed our first child into the world this week, a beautiful little girl named Boomsies. Joking, we called her Dan. No, actually, we named her Ron. But for her real, her name is Z-Money producer Tim O'Toole. Love the show. Keep on going. Kevo. <laughs> yes. And he's got a Galaxy phone sent from a Galaxy. So, uh, Kevo, Z Money's going to be reaching out to you, buddy. You're going to be getting your uh, your CHL prize pack. Make sure you send us a picture of that. We love seeing uh, the goodies that arrive on people's doorsteps. Make sure you uh, you stay tuned for a special dips. Uh, <laughs> a special addition of. Friday, Friday, because Monday was a holiday. Z Money producer Tim and I, we were all fishing. We're like, no rule fishing. We're f-ing throwing lines under the 401. We're going up to the CN Tower, dropping our line, casting lines from there. It was a free for all. We didn't catch anything. But we were fishing on Monday, so we didn't record a fun day monday podcast so we're putting out a friday friday episode in which we talk to a very special guest a guest that has appeared on this podcast before i don't want to put their name out there in case the uh, the interview doesn't happen because they they get tied up in their job but they have appeared in this podcast before and they are currently doing amazing things in their profession so we're going to catch up to that person and sit down and have a little chit-chat. And that'll be out on Friday's Friday. In the meantime, hug someone. Good old deep hug. And be nice. Doesn't cost you any. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozy. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies.